In this episode, I discuss how your thinking is keeping you stuck and why I think you should be doing more feeling. I hope that you get more clarity and some concrete ideas on how to help yourself get a bit more unstuck starting today. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist that thinks the world needs a new paradigm for mental health. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. As always, this podcast is not therapy and not intended to be a replacement for therapy. Let's get right into it. What are thoughts? So I think your thoughts keep you stuck. But we have to kind of talk about what thoughts are. And this is a tough question, but just we'll just kind of go general here. To me, thoughts are basically words and images that are in your brain. So that could be memories, that could be beliefs, that could be reasoning. So I guess it's words, but also mental functions, uh, like reasoning. I don't really think that we control what's in our mind a lot. I mean, basically, I honestly don't think we have much control over what pops into or out of our mind. It feels like we do, but I don't really know if we do. So, I mean, things just kind of pop in without us directing it. So, for example, 2 plus 2 equals. There's a good chance the number 4 popped into your mind. Either the image of it or even the sound 4. You didn't choose to do that. Your brain just kind of populates that on its own, right? I think that's a key piece, though, of what thoughts are, which are these, you know, words or images or sounds that kind of pop in and out of our mind without our conscious direction of it. So where do thoughts come from? Well, the the flavor of your thoughts comes from your state. You, you probably are aware of the concept of story follows state. This is from Dev Dana. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back to episode 101 and learn about the polyvagal theory. So episode 101 through 109, uh, there's hours and hours of polyvagal theory fundamentals. But if you don't have the time for that, and don't want to listen to ads, go to polyvagal101 on justinlmft.com. All the information is condensed into about two hours of exclusive video from me. Uh, There's some quizzes there to test your knowledge as well, but all the polyvagal information and how it connects to what trauma is, is on justinlmft.com. The the course is called Polyvagal 101. It's a really good starting point uh, to learning about polyvagal information and then, well, come back to the podcast and there's a whole, we, we apply these concepts in a lot of different ways. So where do thoughts come from? Well, they come from your polyvagal state. At least the flavor of your thoughts comes from your polyvagal state. We say story follows state, but that's not the full picture. That's definitely a big piece of it. But the flavor of your thoughts, the intensity of your thoughts comes from your polyvagal state. I want to kind of refine that a bit further. So if you're in a fight state, the flavor of your thoughts is going to be more aggressive. It's going to be blaming. That doesn't necessarily dictate the exact story that comes out, but the flavor. Now, the story of it, the theme of your thoughts, that's going to come from other things like culture, family, social norms, uh, religious views. These kinds of things are going to dictate the theme of your thought. And a lot of it's going to be what your family in particular passes on to you. So these different uh, themes come from, like I said, culture, family, social norms, religious views, these kinds of things. These sources tell you how the world is. They tell you how your family is. They tell you how you are. And they can be extremely, extremely limiting. Uh, Like social norms for your gender, 
and what is allowed to be accomplished or what is even allowed to be felt. This can be extremely limiting and can help keep you stuck. So for me in particular, one of the themes for my family uh, growing up, and probably still now actually, one of the themes was that we have less. We have less than others. This doesn't necessarily need to be true, but this was a belief that we had and that was passed on to me and my siblings that we just have less, and that's kind of how it is. And that was something that stuck with me even still now. I think that that, uh, that theme is still with me. This is not necessarily a, uh, a hard and fast truth of life, but it is a limiting belief, a theme that was passed on to me. And the flavor of that, what that sounds like, is different based on what state that I'm in. But the theme is still there of having less, of never being able to achieve as much as somebody else, or financially at least. So these themes can be connected to polyvagal states, defensive or even the safety state. These themes can be connected to polyvagal states. So if I'm in a shutdown state, and it's true that others have more than my family and I, then there's no point in trying. And that's very much a shutdown kind of story or flavor of a story is there's just no point. It's empty. It's uh, lack of, lacking motivation. There's no energy in it. But if I'm in a fight state, that theme can sound different from the fight state. So it might be more around jealousy or resentment. Like, uh, well, they didn't earn it, or it was given to them, and how dare they, or whatever, I don't know. But they didn't earn it. It was given to them. That, that could easily be like a fight state with the same theme. So the thought is different, the flavor of the thought's different, but the theme is still there. And the theme reinforces how much, uh, for me in particular, how much I can achieve financially in the world. So you, you can see that the theme of, uh, I guess that was passed on to me, how that can be a very limiting sort of belief. And depending on what state I'm in, that the belief or the theme can sound different, but it's still acting and it's still a limiting belief that would help to keep me stuck in, well, uh, wherever I'm at in life. And that could also be stuck as far as my potential to climb my polyvagal ladder. And it's not just me, but anybody here. These themes or these beliefs that are given to us can absolutely keep us down our polyvagal ladder and limit the potential to climb up it and uh, experience more energy, more motivation, uh, more success, more happiness, more connection. Because if the world is a certain way and there's nothing we can do to change that, the potential to climb our ladders and access have have different experiences is probably going to be lower, right? And so it is different from the safety state, though. From a safety state, there's more of a potential to connect with others. So if we come to the theme of what can be accomplished in life from the safety state, we may be more uh, willing and able to connect and collaborate with others to build something together rather than trying to take other people down and build ourselves up or at least, I guess, be resentful of others and what they have. So if you're in the safety state, I think there's more potential, or I'm arguing there's more potential to get unstuck, to try new things, to connect with others, to build a network or whatever that looks like for you. 
If you're in a safety state and you can climb your polyvagal ladder, you have more potential. Like I said before though, I do have my course Polyvagal 101 on my website, which is I think good for anybody that's just looking to understand what the heck the polyvagal theory is and how it connects to trauma in particular. I also have another course which is specifically for self-development and not for professionals, not for clients of therapy. I mean, it's for anybody really who's just looking to kind of self-develop, but it's really about identifying safety, discovering what brings you to safety, and then increasing your capacity to stay in your own safety state. And if you can get there, then the potential to change your thoughts, to look at these themes of your life and come at it from a different way, I mean, it really changes. It really expands. I guess that's the right word for it. There's really more of expansion of capabilities or possibilities from your safety state. And building safety anchors is all about building safety. So that's all well and good. So we understand the general idea of what thoughts are and uh, how they might be limiting uh, in flavor and in theme. And so really you need to feel more. And you probably know that. I'm sure you've heard that from all kinds of wellness people. Feel your feelings, right? It's not easy though. But if we stick with thoughts just for a minute more, uh, thoughts are a clue to your state. If you can catch your thoughts, if you can notice them, and it's not easy, but if you can notice them, catch them, then become curious about what is driving those thoughts. Because the thought doesn't just exist on its own. I mean, it pops into your mind without you really summoning it. But it's not just there. It's, it's driven by a state. It is the flavor of it is driven by the state. The thought theme comes there from probably other sources, just from growing up probably. But it is very possible to catch these thoughts and kind of, you know, not, not exactly question them, but just be curious about them. Notice them and, and to take a look at them. So, I mean, a coach or a therapist can be a really good source uh, of like another person to do so because it's really hard to do on your own. But if you have somebody else that can catch these thoughts, these themes, as they pop up, that can be really helpful. It's hard to do on your own. And then what you want to do is notice the feeling that is driving that thought. So catch the thought. There's a theme that comes up in my life a lot. How do I feel right now? There's a feeling that's driving that. And then if you can do that, I mean, that's a lot in and of itself, but if you can do that and take the next step, you may notice that there's a polyvagal state driving that feeling. Thoughts don't exist on their own. Feelings don't exist on their own either. Feelings are driven by polyvagal states. And the way that you can notice your polyvagal state is by feeling, by experiencing, that's a better word, experiencing the somatic sensations that come along with the polyvagal state. Now, if you can mindfully do so, that can help to shift your polyvagal state uh, up the ladder. Feelings can be scary though. They can be uh, intimidating in all honesty, right? I think all of us uh, struggle with this. But you in particular, you may not be used to feeling. You may not be used to feeling. You may be ignoring, you may be stuffing down, minimizing, or somehow coping as a way to distract yourself from how you feel. Feelings can be scary. But eventually we do need to feel. I mean, you don't need to. You can do what you like. It's your choice. But uh, if you do nothing different, you probably know how it's going to go. 
Feeling the feelings is not easy. I would recommend that you do so when you're ready. Oftentimes there's layers to feeling. It's not just the feeling. There's layers to it. And I'm, I'm not talking about the polyvagal state underneath it. I'm talking about there's just layers of feeling. So feeling them bits at a time instead of all at once might be helpful. And if you can notice one layer of your feeling that may lead to the next. So an easy example is anger. Anger is never just anger. In therapy, I have yet to, or in real life, life outside therapy, I have yet to work with anybody or, or, or to experience myself anger that is just about anger. People tend to feel angry with other stuff underneath it. And that could be a bunch of different stuff. But anger is is driven oftentimes by other things. Overwhelm, frustration, sadness, uh, you know, there's loneliness. There's other things underneath the anger. But wait, what may be seen day to day is anger or irritability. But really there's, there's other things under there. There's shame or guilt. There's loneliness, sadness. And so rather than feeling those things, which maybe the person can't do it, uh, it just comes across as anger, but it's not, that's just the top layer of it. And this isn't because there's something wrong with you. Like I said, we all do this. There's nothing wrong with you if, if you're not feeling your feelings. We all do it. It's just hard. Like it's hard to feel our feelings sometimes, and that's okay. You're hearing this, so you're open to something new. I mean, that, to me, that's a hell of a lot better than nothing. So I, I, I applaud you for that. I do. So even if you really, really want to feel your feelings, it's still maybe a difficult thing. And you may not even see the issue. Like I said, anger isn't just anger. There's other stuff underneath anger. And you may have no idea what's underneath your anger if that's an issue for you. So you may not even see that there are feelings for you to feel eventually. Or maybe you're in some sort of coping skill, like habitually uh, just sort of flipping through your phone, you know, thumbing through your phone through short videos or picture after picture, whatever it is, shopping maybe. And you may not realize that you're sort of habitually doing this because there's something that you're avoiding. Feeling your feelings is not always easy. You may not even see it. But regardless, no matter what those feelings are there, you do have feelings. Whether or not you feel them, they still affect you. And they're not really going anywhere. They're there. Your feelings are there. They just are. So feeling them may not be super easy right now at this moment. But eventually I would highly encourage you to work in the direction of feeling your feelings. You don't have to, you don't have to, but I think we both know they're not going anywhere. And so if you're not going to feel them, that's going to help keep you stuck, not just on an autonomic nervous system, polyvagal level, but your potential in life. It's going to, I think, keep you stuck. Your potential to connect with others or to find more life satisfaction, more calm, more happiness. I think it keeps you stuck. That's it, though. Hey, thank you so much for listening, fellow stuck not. 
I hope you've learned something new to help you climb your own polyvagal ladder or to help you in your own process of getting unstuck. I have a ton of resources and a couple of courses on justinlmft.com. That's my website, justinlmft.com. Go give it a look. Um, Otherwise, hey, thank you so much for listening. Bye. This podcast is not therapy, not intended to be therapy or be a replacement for therapy. Nothing in this creates or indicates a therapeutic relationship. Please consult with your therapist or seek for one in your area if you are experiencing mental health symptoms. Nothing in this podcast should be construed to be specific life advice. It is for educational and entertainment purposes only. More resources are available in the description of this episode and in the footer of justinlmft.com.